It's certainly good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I appreciate each one that's come this way. And we especially want to say thanks to our visitors. And we especially want to thank Trey for coming. And I appreciate Trey for being here. I told John the one call, but I called him, asked him if he was sure enough going to get to be here. And he said, Lord willing, I suppose I'd like for you to preach for us tonight. And he said, well, I don't know if I can. But... Uh, uh, he's, he prayed, coming back later. He said, well, I, you know, I know it'll take the Lord. But he said, I, he has given me a little thought. And I said, well, that, that's encouraging me. I, I just, uh, I trust he'll let you preach for us. I hope he does. And so I put that on one call and asked everybody to pray and asked everybody to come. It could. So glad of, uh, glad of who we see tonight. Glad you're here. Glad of the folks that's uh, watching on the live stream. I'd like to share a scripture from the book of James that came on my heart this evening. And, uh, it's in the first chapter of the book of James, if you'd like to read it. And uh, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And so, boy, uh, it's good to hear the gospel. Uh, and I appreciate people coming to church. I invite people, want them to come, want them to hear the gospel and listen, hear it. And the more you hear it, the better. But we need to put it into action in our life. By faith, we need to be doers of the word. And so let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Uh, God, we thank you for the life that's in it and for what it means to us. And uh, glad, God, we can have it planted in our very soul. And God, we thank you, Father, for your son that died on the cross, raised from the dead, and he's alive. And because he lives, we can live too. God, thank you for each one's coming this way tonight, God. We ask you just to bless this service. and. Uh, bless whatever done. Bless the choir singing, if any special singing. Whatever you want done, God help us to do it. And God especially. Uh, bless Brother Trey. We trust that you'll bless him to come out a while and preach for us. God, we just ask you to use him and uh, help him, God, and, and that the gospel might touch people's hearts. Lord, we praise you, and uh, we ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. And uh, we'll turn the church back over to Brother Taylor and the choir.
Terry. I certainly appreciate those songs, and I, I thank God uh, for the singing of them, for the spirit in them, for the message in them, for what they're about. And, uh, boy, I'm glad to be here and uh, glad for what I can feel already. And uh, we'd like to get everybody to stand. Anybody has an unspoken prayer request, just might show it by raising your hand. All right, now, anybody's got a request on your heart, feel free to speak that before we pray. Anybody? And I will remind everybody to remember uh, Dave Jordan. He's uh, in the hospital on intensive care and on a ventilator, but uh, they are doing some things. And uh, the doctor did tell Carolyn today things at this point is going according to plan. That they, uh, it's slow, but. Uh, Sound like it's encouraging what he said, so remember that. And uh, uh, pray for Jim and Lois um, Simpson. Pray for them. Uh, pray for Sister, uh, Brother Don, Sister uh, Lois. Pray for them. Uh, boy, we've got a lot of sick people. And uh, pray for the lost. Uh, to have a sin sick soul is worse than any case of COVID-19 that anybody will ever have. And uh, COVID's going to get over one way or the other. But if you die lost, you'll have to lift up your eyes in hell. And that's never ending. That's eternal. And so, uh, boy, it's good to be here tonight. And like I said, looking forward to this service. And uh, I just really pray tonight. Anything else before we pray? Yeah, pray for Claude Jordan. Uh, he got out of the hospital, but he went home with the uh, hospice. And so uh, really pray for him uh, uh, and pray for his, his loved ones. Any others? Not a much. Brother Billy Ray to lead us in prayer.
Once again, I'm going to say how good it is to be here. And what a blessing it is to have the visitors that we've got tonight. We really appreciate you coming. And uh, good to see everybody. Now, who might have a song or songs on your heart tonight to sing? You feel like singing while well, just honor the Lord, obey Him, just sing whatever He's give you tonight. Anybody have a song? Amen. Boy, it's a great song. Okay, really, church, really pray while they sing this.
For once I was lost and I was headed for hell. But then I got saved and now all is well. I forever began when I took the precious hand of Jesus my Lord forever changed I'm forever changed and old things are brand new and I tell you it's true I'm not the song. Anyone else have one on your heart? God want you to sing. If not, you keep praying. And uh, we turn over to Trey. Of course, when he comes, if he wants to feel like singing before he preaches, I do that. I don't know if he feels that way. but uh, I'm looking forward to hearing him preach tonight and uh, excited uh, for this service and Excited for what I can feel in my soul. And so let's just everybody just keep praying right out of depth your heart. Brother Trey, come on. He wasn't born in a palace. A mansion was not his home. He never had riches of this world to hold as he died a shameful death soldiers gambled for his clothes but on the third day not a peasant but a savior arose I serve a risen savior not a peasant in a grave and he did me a favor when my soul he chose to save so i'll live forever with jesus i shall reign because the blood of the risen lamb now flows in my veins some believe he never rose 
from that tomb where he was laid. Some believe that his body was stolen away. Oh, but I am a witness of that resurrection day. For when he came forth, he defeated Satan's bondage over me. I serve a risen Savior, not a peasant in a grave. And he did me a favor when my soul he chose to save. So I'll live forever with Jesus. I shall reign because the blood of the risen Lamb now flows in my veins. Say amen to the the Lord tonight. And and, um, I want you to, to turn with me to Ezekiel chapter number 37. And what's on my heart tonight, I want to preach this, this text to you. I know a lot of times maybe we'll put that on the internet, and, and I, I feel that tonight. Uh, a problem and a solution. And, and I want to actually read to you. You just turn to Ezekiel, and, and I'm going to read from one verse from the book of Romans. And I want to say what an honor it is to be here. And I, I just feel the Lord on me so strong. And I'm, I'm glad of that, that he's moving, glad I was even able to sing. And, and it was like Grandpa just read my mind, and, and I thought, I'm going to have to sing before I preach, and, and that's okay. I'm glad we're connected up together, and, and I'm glad Dad asked you all to sing. I, I was wanting to hear uh, some, some of that singing tonight. I, I appreciate that. And, uh, but I want to tell you about the problem. And, and, and you say, preacher, what, what's the problem? What are you talking about? What, what are we facing? Are you going to tell us about the virus? No, I don't want to preach about the virus. Uh, you're going to tell us about the nations of the world that are, that, are, that are fighting. No, that's not what's on my heart tonight. I want to tell you about the greatest problem that man has ever faced, and it's the problem of sin. Amen. And uh, here, this is so familiar scripture in the sixth chapter of Romans, and I'm going to read the last two verses of that chapter, 22 and 23. It says, but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and to the everlasting life. That's the good part, but I want to tell you about what came before that. And Brent, if you've been saved, you've had to come through sin to get to where God is at. And I'll say, I didn't work my way through sin. Uh, I didn't climb my way out of it. Uh, I didn't... uh, join some plan or, or join the church to get out of it. I was able to become part of the church because God brought me out of sin. But listen to verse number 23. For the wages, that means the payment, the payment of sin is death. I'll hold on to that tonight, and, and I believe well, there's a lot of sin in the world. Maybe we as Christians would be better, and we'd treat people uh, a little better and try and win them over a little more if, if we saw the problem not as sin, uh, not as the person, but as death, and that's what's coming to them if, if they don't uh, change their ways by the way of the Lord Jesus Christ. But listen, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through our Lord uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ our Lord. And now I want to turn back into Ezekiel chapter 37. I, I may read 10 verses. You just bear with me. I'll just read uh, whatever God gives. And, and this may be the, the most well-known scripture in the book of Ezekiel. You say, preacher, you said chapter 37. I knew you were turning 
to the valley of dry bones. I've read it a hundred times. Uh, I believe even Cooper preached about it here just a few weeks ago. And that's all right. It'll, it'll work again tonight. But I want you to see what was going on here in, in the time of Ezekiel. And this is what he said. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. I want you to remember that tonight, full of bones. Uh, and we'll come back to that. He said, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. So let me just summarize verses 1 and 2. Ezekiel, God carried him up in the Spirit. He said, I'm going to take you and show you some things. And I'll say, I'm glad when God begins to speak to me and begins to show me a few things. You say, uh, preacher, I don't know what, what you mean by that. Uh, well, I, I hopefully God will reveal that to you tonight. And I'll say, when God talks to you, there'll be no mistake that it's Him talking. Uh, I, I've heard that asked so many times. How will I know when it's God talking to me? I'll say, when the King shows up, you'll know it's the King. He's not got on some different garments to hide himself. When he came knocking on my door, he said, the king's here. Uh, can I come in? And so listen, uh, he carried him up and he said, uh, God showed me a valley, uh, a great place that uh, was low in the earth. And I'll say, uh, when we find death, uh, we often find ourselves lowly and we find ourselves in pain. Uh, we find ourselves in hurt. Uh, but I want you to see, uh, when we find sin, uh, that's when we find death. And so uh, God carried Ezekiel out uh, into this valley. He said it was full of bones. And I'm going to paint this picture to you tonight. I don't believe it was a full uh, body of bones laying here. I had a full corpse here. Uh, I believe the bones uh, were scattered. Uh, you talk about a picture of death. Uh, you can find a jawbone here. Uh, an ankle bone laying somewhere else. And you say, preacher, what could God possibly have seen? I want to say tonight when I was in sin. Oh, what could God have seen down in me? Oh, but he saw oh, the love of the Father and the love of a Savior enough to send his Son uh, to remove me out of sin and to bring me out of that place. Oh, but listen, he got out there, he saw the bones. He said, they are very dry. I want to show you tonight uh, you may be in a place of uh, death's hole around you. You don't understand what way to turn or uh, which way to go. It seems all life is gone uh, from out of you. Uh, maybe your situation. They say, preacher, all life is gone. Uh, there's no moisture. Uh, the bones have been bones uh, for so many years. Uh, what could I ever do about it? Oh, but listen to what God began to say. He said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? I want to preach to you tonight about a problem and a solution. Oh, the problem being sin and death is laying there. And the Bible says sin lieth at the door. If you're going to enter in to the door of eternal life, sin's got to be removed. Jesus came. He said, I'm the door. I entered the sheepfold. And anyone that comes some other way is a thief and a robber. Oh, but you can enter in at the straight gate. Oh, where Jesus is at, you can enter in by Him. Oh, by the blood of the one that died in your place. Oh, let me go on. Oh, can these bones live? I want to ask, maybe you say, my life. Oh, God can't do anything for me. I want to say, I was just as big a sinner as anybody ever was. But God saved me. I was dead in my trespass. 
trespasses and sins. Oh, but I'm glad the gift of God is eternal life. He can give you oh, the breath of life that you need. Oh, when I see a valley of bones, oh, just go ahead and walk through oh, the old graveyard and try and make them rise up. Oh, preacher, what could do that? I'm going to show you tonight. Listen, he asked him, can these bones live? He said, I answered, oh, Lord God, oh, thou knowest. I'll say that God's the one that holds the answer. Oh, Taylor Hammer, he's the one that knows. Oh, that's got the answers alive. Oh, that can bring life back into you and your dead bones. Oh, that you find yourself being. God can bring life back into your situation. Oh, preacher, what's the estate? What's the situation you're talking about? I'm talking about the fall of man. I believe that we inherited sin. It's been passed down. Oh, from Adam, he ate of that fruit. Oh, would you pray, watch. He said, Lord, you know. It said again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say to them, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I want to say tonight, oh, when God begins to speak, you just go ahead and get ready. Oh, Brad, something good's about to start happening. I've never been around when the word of God was praised in power. That something bad happened. I've never seen it when Jesus came on the scene and began to talk to people. Uh, Neil, when he said, rise up and walk, uh, people got strength in their legs and began to walk. Oh, when people were blind, he said, I'm going to make you to be able to see. Oh, but I want to show you it takes faith today. Oh, you can't just come in any old way. Oh, but by the blood, you can enter in to the sheepfold where God would want you to be. Oh, he said, so prophesy to these bones. The world today will say, oh, your situation's gone. Uh, you're depraved. Uh, you're beyond help. Uh, you're a reprobate. That means beyond saving. Uh, but I'm going to say where well, the world couldn't help me. Jesus revealed Himself to me and gave me a chance at eternal life. And I'm going to say it that way. A chance? Uh, not on Jesus. Uh, but He gave me a choice. And when God reaches out and gives you that choice, if you'll accept it today, eternal life will be uh, the blessing that God bestows upon you. Uh, but let me read on Him. Oh, he said, prophesy to these bones. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, maybe now you say, preach, I've got some dry bones. That's the way I feel. Oh, if you'll let the word of God come, he can change you. Oh, well, listen to what happens. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. I'll say if you're walking around oh, without the breath of life, oh, and, and even we know today, just naturally, oh, when people begin to get sick and they begin to die, oh, their lungs begin to give out. Oh, they don't take in as much lung as what they used to, as much air as what they used to. You look at a child, it seems they can run, and they can go, and they can play, and they can be in a ball game and the moment they get home they're ready to keep on running oh, but I'll say the older I get I try and play a little basketball I'm telling you about a quarter in I say I'm done I'm throwing in the towel oh, but I'll say when God breathed life into me he gave me a bread that's not run out he gave me brand new life up to my dead estate of my home that was falling apart that was dead and dry he brought spirit into me and by Him, God gave life.
alive. All these bones. Oh, when we look upon them and say, Preacher, who is that? God said, This is the whole house of Israel. I'm saying today, He was saying, These are religious people. These are the atheists. These are the agnostics. Are the ones that said, God couldn't reach me. I'm telling you, I feel a little bit of preaching coming on. It feels like God's just writing it down tonight. Oh, but when people are in a way, they say, I'm unreachable. I've sinned too much. I've done things the church ain't proud of. I will just add me to the list. Oh, me too. I've lied. I've cheated. I've done those things. I've broken the Ten Commandments of the moral law of God. Oh, but he said, oh, you dead bones. Let me breathe some spirit on you. I'll give you life you've never known. Oh my goodness, and I, I would to God somebody just run to this altar and get this breath of life. God's still offering the same spirit today He was offering back then. I'm glad He's the intercessor. I'm glad when I felt unreachable, God said, I can reach you, son. His arm's not shortened. His ear's not stuffed up. He can't hear you when you pray. My friend today, if you're in sin, I'm worried about your soul. I'm worried about death. Oh, because if you die without Him, hell will be your home. Oh, people don't like preaching about hell. They say, take that out. There's people there, they're rewriting the Bible. Oh, tearing pages out. Oh, changing them. But I'll say God's Word. It'll stand when the world's on fire. Oh, but are you going to stand? Only if you've got the Word of God and His Spirit in you. Let me go on. Be in a hurry. Say, preacher, we've got the bones. How are the bones going to move? Oh, but I love this. Listen to what he says. He said, I will lay sinews upon you. You know what that means? Muscles. I'm glad. Let me say it this way just quickly. I believe there's about two types of messages most times that, that a man can preach. You can preach a message of doctrine. You can preach the bones. You can preach the resurrection. You can preach the cross and His birth. I believe those are good structures. we got to get the bones. Uh, but I'll say uh, every now and then uh, God will put some muscle to the structure and when God's Spirit begins to move a little bit I'm telling you it makes me feel like moving I want to wait on Him but when God says go it's time to start moving Uh, don't wait any longer my friend time is running out obviously I'll put sinners on you I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you I'm glad He didn't just breathe around me He didn't just breathe on by me. He put breath down in me. Oh Neil, I think about old Adam and about every time uh, that I hear this preach uh, people begin to talk about Adam. I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, way back yonder. Uh, when the time just had started and God spoke the world into existence, He gathered up the dust of the earth and He formed man of the dust of the earth. Oh, but He was just dead. He was lifeless. Oh, with Adam. Oh, say Keith, that's where I was at before I got saved. I was just a man walking around, a dead on the inside. A white preacher, because of sin in my life. Oh, but then, God said, I'm going to breathe life into his nostrils. That means to inspire. Oh, when he breathed in him, he got life like he'd never known before. And as a six year old boy, I'm sitting at the spot right here. I came one night during revival.
revival meeting. Uh, David uh, McGregor preached. I couldn't tell you a word that he said. Oh, but I know God began to speak to me and reveal himself. I came and prayed and I said, Lord, I believe on you. Uh, save me. And in just a moment, he reached down his hand and saved me. And we started this chapter. It said the hand of the Lord uh, picked up Ezekiel. I'm glad to be in the hand of God. I'm glad nobody can take me out. He's never lost one. He's not gonna. My friend, God has the ability to save you and He's got the ability to keep you. I'm thankful for that because I didn't have it in me, but it's in Him. Oh, we're coming to a close. Just give me a few more minutes. He said, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together. Oh, bone to his bone. Oh, I know we're Baptists. We don't dance in church. Oh, but you can talk about some bones that begin to do some dancing. Oh, they begin to come together. They begin to shake. You know what? When God comes on the scene, uh, Donnie, his people ought to make a noise. I'm glad uh, that I can make a joyful noise unto him. It was a joy unlike anything Ezekiel had ever heard before. When God spoke to me when I was lost and showed me I needed Him, He said, Son, without me you'll never make heaven. Oh, that's the remedy tonight. Is Jesus Christ I can take you from death unto life. I've now passed from that dead man that I was. And Jesus gave me life. And now things began to come together. And God gave life like they once knew. Oh, but the question, why was there a valley full of bones? Sin was the problem. Oh, but listen, let me go on. I'm coming to a close. I'm not trying to be long. Oh, but he said... And when he prophesied to them, they began to shake and come together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. You want to know why? I know I told you about the structure. you got to have that bone structure. If you've got a pile of bones, the best they can do is just lay there. If you've got muscles, the best they can do is just twitch. You put the two together, a man can stand upright, and he can walk. I'll say when God put me together I'm glad He put me together the right way He put my feet at the bottom head at the top and you know what's bothering people today is they believe that they've been converted but they've never repented you know why we can tell when you haven't truly been saved is if you've been saved God will give you a backbone and you'll be able to stand up and walk upon it and without it you won't be able to uprightly walk in the name of truth you won't be able to walk in the name of the Lord. You'll fall over time and time again. But the bones and the muscles are still no good without water. You've got to have breath in your lungs. And breath will bring in oxygen. Let me slow down for a moment. Oxygen will come in. What's it do? It oxygenates your blood. And that blood carries it all the way throughout your body and gives you life. Even You know what? You know where blood is made? Oh, I learned about this in college. Made inside of the bones. Oh, God knows exactly what we need. He's got all the pieces. But will you let Him put you back together? Will you let Him make you whole? Uh, There was a time. uh, Jesus said, Wilt thou be made whole? I'm glad I answered. 
word. Oh, Jesus, pick me. I remember being in school in elementary and middle school. They'd start picking teams. And uh, I wanted to be first. I wanted to be chose first. But if I wasn't, I'd say, pick me. I'd be jumping up and down. Why can't we as Christians say, God, pick me. Let me go. I want to be on your team. I'm glad to be on his team tonight. Oh, but listen, I'm, I'm winding up. Oh, watch. He said there was no breath in them. Uh, they needed that oxygen. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. That wind is the breath. That breath is the Spirit of God. I'm glad. There's a lot of spirits in the world. There's one capital S Spirit. It's part of the Trinity. It's part of God. He is God. He'll make you whole. He said, Prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, Son of Man, and say to the wind, Thou sayest the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain. You know why they were slain? Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring, oh, what was it? He said, I came to bring a sword. And when I'm studying with folks and teaching them, I say, what's a sword used for? They say, what's to fight? I say, keep on going. Oh, when your life's in the most danger, what are you going to do? They said, a sword is to kill. I was cut down by the gospel. It showed me I was a sinner. Oh, but it showed me the remedy. A preacher, what is the remedy? It's the blood. It's the wind. It's the Spirit of God. And without it, you'll never make heaven. That's enough preaching. Taylor, come get us a song. Oh, I'm scared to death. Somebody tonight is going to turn away. If you've got sin, you're just like everybody else. Amen. I thought about asking you to amen that tonight. If you ask who's a sinner, you might get a few amens. People just about whispering. But I'm telling you, you get somebody who's been bought again, bought back by the blood, and you say, who's a sinner? I say, I was a sinner. Oh, but now I've been bought back. God put His righteousness down in me, imputed from God down into this old boy you're looking at. And now I'm on my way to heaven. That's the remedy tonight. Would you stand? And I'm going to give an old-fashioned altar call. If you're in sin, if you're without God, if you're dead, and you're a bag of bones, why don't you come? Let God put you together. Would you come tonight? If you've got sin in your life, just come. Let us pray with you. No need to be ashamed. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Oh, I'm a sinner. Oh, but I've been bought by the blood. I'm covered. When I nailed and asked Him to save me, God saved me and held me and keeps me. I'm glad to be alive today. I'm glad for the purchasing power of the blood. Don't miss it tonight. If God's knocking at your heart, so steadily knocking. And you're saying, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure. I don't want to follow that. I'll tell you, if God's speaking to you, you better come. You better not miss your chance to be saved. Why stay in the valley of dry bones? Why don't you let God put some life in you? Let you move for Him in a joyful voice. Oh, sin is real. Sin's real. So is my God. share this. I've got this on my heart and maybe I've shared this here before. I can't remember. Back in the the early 20s or 30s uh, uh, in Chicago, there was a man 
He just graduated school to be a doctor. He was in his residency there in, in Chicago. And one day as he was walking home from work, there was a building that sprung up a fire. There was a woman screaming for help. She said, my son's in there. She said, can you help me? And it was cold. It was in the winter. He, he took his coat and wrapped it up over him and ran headfirst into the fire. And as he went in, he found that child and he brought it and gave it and he wrapped that child up in the coat and brought that child back to his mom. But in the process, he was scarred. He was marred as his face. As he didn't even hardly look like a man anymore. And before too long, as his practice as a doctor, nobody wanted to see a man that looked the way he did. So they left. Even his own wife that was proud to be married to an aspiring doctor, she said, I can't stand to be married to somebody that's so ugly. She said, I'm leaving. And she left and the man had no money, couldn't find a job. He became a vagabond. He walked the streets and, and turned to, to drinking to solve his problems. I'm going to say you may try and drown it, but your problems are going to float in that alcohol. Oh, and he kept walking and years went by. He became an old man. He was knocking on doors. It was winter time. It was below freezing. Didn't have much of a coat. And he knocked on a door. And a man came to the door and he said, can I please stay with you? Do you even have a, a blanket I could have? He said, do you have a place I could sleep? He said, I've not got a place. He said, you can't stay here. I've got children. But in the process, he said, sir, can I ask what happened to you? And he told him the story of when he was young, he ran into the fire. And he said, that's the story my mom told me. When I was just a baby, he said, I'm the boy that you saved. He said, you can have a place here with me and you can stay the rest of your days. And what a picture of Christ that He came to die and took on the sin in your place and you're going to turn Him away at the door and say, I don't want you here. But I'm telling you today, my friend, no matter what you've done, where you've been, how you feel, God is real and if you'll just open the door and say come in He'll come into your life and just like Taylor sang you'll be forever changed I'm glad today to say I've been bought by the blood that I've been raised up that God knows me by name would you sing another verse somebody's in deep trouble would you come if you've got sin please come
good message. And just a minute, I'm going for another song. I'm going to say just a few words along the line of what Brother Trey's been preaching. You know, just to use those examples and those, those bones and those sinews, they, they make such a picture and they're such an illustration. When I was a young boy and I found myself lost and I realized I didn't have everything I needed to have, Donnie Smith, I saw myself lost. I couldn't understand a lot about it. and I'd, I'd been in church quite a bit as a child. But I guess Satan said to me, you just don't understand enough about that. Uh, you need to know this or you need to know that. I want to tell you something tonight. All you need to know is that you're lost and that Jesus died to save you from your sin. Now, I've had people tell me, I would come and I'd like to get saved, but I just don't think I could hold up. I don't think I could manage to uh, be like those people. Let me tell you this, and, and understand, this is a very simple statement. Those bones didn't put themselves back together. Those bones uh, didn't align themselves, and they didn't get up. They were dead. Those sinews uh, didn't attach themselves to the bones where they needed to go. Well, what happened? Well, God did that. When I was a lost boy, that's what Trace preached tonight. When I was a lost boy, I couldn't put myself back together. And I didn't understand all about it. But when I realized I was lost, and I realized through the gospel that Jesus had died for me, and I could be born again. That's where that new life comes from. That's what Trey preached, being born again. And listen, we're not here to do a quiz. If you're here and you come to the altar and pray, we're not going to ask you anything about your sins, and we're not going to give you a Bible test. We just want you to get Jesus in your soul. And more, while, while Becky sings, I'd like to ask you to do this. If you're here and you feel that emptiness inside that I used to feel, but God filled that emptiness. He put his Holy Spirit in there and made me a new creature in Christ. Please come. Please come. Please come. If you need to come, come.
coming to Jesus. Well, preacher, you don't know what I've done. God does. And he still invites us. Coming to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I'll give you rest. Amen. Would you come and pray? He sees me as worthy and not as I am. Yeah. Oh, as white as the snow. Amen. For the Lamb of God is worthy, and He washed me. This I know. Amen. Terry, I, I could have never been good enough right. to receive what God gave me, Amen. but because of Him, I've got a home in heaven, and Amen. it's real tonight. And yeah. if God is speaking to you, I just pray that you would eat the call. Great song, great testimony. Thank the Lord. Somebody else have something on their heart. Something you need to do, something you need to say. And even now, without a song, if you're here and you feel that emptiness inside and you feel that brokenness inside, you feel that bad feeling inside, and you have a longing to have that emptiness filled and that brokenness fixed, if you have a longing to have Jesus in your soul where sin now lives and you feel that and you have that longing, would you just trust the Lord enough to step out and come? Come down and let's pray. Uh, we're not here to pressure you or twist your arm. We've seen people once in a while somebody will come to all and pray and they don't get satisfied. Let's get up and go back to their seat. We, we don't uh, think badly of them. I came to the altar more than once before I got saved and, uh, I couldn't tell anybody thought badly of me for that. They just prayed for me and loved me. But most of the people that I've seen come to the altar, guess what they need the first time they come. That's great. But seeking the Lord is essential. If you're going to have him, you have to seek him. Okay. Anyone else? You got something else to say, preacher? Okay, appreciate that message. Brother Brent, come on. Yeah, yeah follow your heart. We appreciate Brother Brent. He's got a song. And no doubt, God gave Brent this song to extend this invitation time. <laughs> Come and pray. Help him. Help him. by the Lord.
Amen. Sure do appreciate that. Good song. Anyone else? Bless the Lord. Pray, church. sharing my testimony um Bless her, Lord. i know trey was raised in church and you might think that's why he is saved and why he is preaching and doing yeah, the Lord. things that the lord wants him to do my son blaine was raised in church my husband was raised in church i wasn't right. i wasn't i was raised in a broken home yeah, for Lord. and um my dad was an alcoholic. My mom left when I was five years old. Huh. Needless to say, I had a pretty rough life growing up. But at 15 years old, I came to this church. It wasn't this building, but it was this church. Right. And God spoke to my heart, and I thought, I can't be like those people are. Oh. I mean, my husband had been raised. His dad was a deacon. <laughs> And I mean, I, we weren't even dating at that time. I thought, I, Lord, I can't be like them. I, I don't know how to be like they are. Yes, <laughs> Didn't need to know how. Amen. All I needed to know was that God was talking to my heart and asking me to come. Yeah. Best thing I ever did in my life was gave the Lord my heart. Yeah. And he changed me from what I was. Yeah. And who would have thought that I would have been married to a preacher for 54 years now. I mean, if you would have told me that at 14, 15, I would have laughed. I, I would have laughed. I would have said, no way. But God knows, doesn't he? God knows, and he can change your life. And no matter what kind of life you've had, what kind of life you've lived, the Bible is full of people that were not really good people, but God changed their lives. So I'm thankful for what he did for me. Powerful testimony. We need about two more verses of song. <laughs> really pray. God's moving here in such a great way. I believe he's calling somebody so powerfully and uh, just extending that opportunity. It's like he's just saying, well, I'm going to give you a little bit more time. He won't make you come. God never makes anybody come. But oh, he invites so sweetly and so tenderly and so powerfully to come unto me. Will you do that tonight? Would you do that tonight? Would you come to Jesus? You can have God's amazing grace. It'll fill your soul with joy. I can't explain it. I've been preaching about 52 or three years. I just tell a little of it. But I know it's real because I've got it down in my soul. God will let you see enough of it to know you need it. When you ask for it from your heart, God will give it to you. Would you be willing to come ask Jesus? I can't give it to you. You don't have to ask me. Ask Jesus for give his salvation. He will. Without a doubt. Come to Jesus.
everybody the Lord. Bless her. Bless her heart. Church, pray with us. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please help us, God. Lord, we need you more than anything. Nothing else will do. Please follow your heart. Follow Jesus while he's calling. This good move to say what's on your heart. I just need to say sorry to the church because I haven't been reading my Bible and I <laughs> I haven't been paying that much attention. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. You know, sometimes we just need to move up a little bit. Doesn't matter what age we are. I'll tell you what, let's just give a round of applause to this young lady. Well, I, I appreciate you, and I'm so proud of you. Thank the Lord for you. Bless my heart tonight. Appreciate you. Thank you. Someone else got something on your heart before we come to close. Sure, it's good being here. Thank the Lord for this good service. Appreciate the preacher. Appreciate the singers. Appreciate all the visitors. Glad to have you. Remember uh, the association meeting Saturday night. It's at uh, up at Athens uh, in Walbridge, Ohio. My brother David McGregor's a pastor, and the uh, meeting starts at five o'clock. And we'd announced it. We'd try to be here about three thirty, and. Uh, you know, take the church band up our Lord willing. Anybody wants to ride it, and if we got more than that, we get other folks, uh, somebody else to drive. And uh, I'm just, I'm just going to be real open and honest to where I'm at. I, I've been looking real forward to going up that meeting. I've been wanting to go to Athens Church and looking forward to being those people, being an association meeting. But in the last couple of days, I've been kind of on the bubble. I'm, I just don't know if I'm going to go or not. Uh, with circumstances being what they are. I'm not trying to discourage anybody else from going, but I'm just trying to be honest. I, you know, I hope as a crowd goes, and maybe if the time Saturday comes, I'll, maybe I'll feel like going, but I just got to weigh it out and see what I feel like when that time comes. But uh, remember that meeting, and uh, come if you can and feel like it. Okay. Anything else before we come to a close? Okay, Brother Bill uh, came over the other day looking for one of those full-size wheelchairs for somebody that needed one. Couldn't find it. And he said, if anybody knows where those are at, maybe they've been put up somewhere we just uh, don't know, didn't realize or something. He said, just uh, please let him know. And uh, I appreciate that. Not only pray for service Saturday night, but pray for our service uh, uh, Sunday and Sunday night. Uh, God willing, uh, 
Boy, we got some folks that God's been dealing with, speaking to. And I've got a lot of lost people on my heart. I'd like to see them all get saved. And so let's really pray much. And uh, if nothing else, we want to say this. I've mentioned I didn't try to name all our visitors. I wouldn't want to try to do that, and I'm still not. But I, I do want to make mention we're glad to have the pastor of Lafayette Missionary Baptist Church with Brother Donnie Smith. And uh, we're going to ask Brother Donnie if he'll pray dismissal prayer tonight. We appreciate him so much, Brother Donnie. Pray for our services and we pray for our people, God. We give all praise and glory in your name. 